Welcome to JMO with Josh and Joe. It is Tuesday, April 12th, and Scotty Scheffler has won probably the most boring Masters I've ever seen. And he did it He did it like an old man, too. Yeah. I mean, for a guy who's 25 years old, definitely looks like he's 45 and probably plays like he's 45. Dude, he might even be playing like he's 55, dude. He looks like Matt Kuchar playing like like Matt, Matt Kuchar pretty much plays. <laughs> like It's just like... Every shot is he's gonna hit like his seven iron 150 yards. Yeah, I mean it doesn't he doesn't play exactly like that, but you get what I'm saying, you know? Uh-huh. It was just I don't know. Well, congratulations to Scotty. First of all, we gotta we gotta give him his due. It was just I don't know, man. It was just kind of boring. It was kind of boring to me. Yeah, I mean if you're watching it from you know a non golfer's fan point. Um, yeah, you, I could see it would be very very boring. But if like if you were big into golf. Knew all the golfers or had money on on the line, you know, like maybe did a master's pool or something. You watch this game. You watch this golf uh, masters like completely different way. Yeah, well, why why are you saying it like that? Because I, I know a lot about golf and I know all the golfers. It just it was still a boring matchup. There was no drama. But but please tell me why you would uh, think that betting on this <laughs> matchup um, would make it more interesting. Huh? Uh, let's let's put it this way. Um, you know, ever since gambling got legal in Louisiana, I've uh, I've been fascinated, uh, a fascinated participant. Oh, is that we're calling it fascinated? Okay. Fascinated. Right. I, I like participant. That. Yes, I like. Fa- I'm I, I want to be fascinated too. Yes, um, in the gambling world of uh, of sports. So uh-huh. basically, we had I was in a pool in a Masters pool, which. I was, I was also I, I, I participated in this on I don't want to talk about it but I did participate in this. Were you fascinated? I was I was I was at first I was and then when I realized by Friday I wasn't going to win I stopped being fascinated. <laughs> I was very unfascinated. Oh uh, yeah, yeah no. So uh, basically, yeah. Honestly, to be honest with you, I was we had I want to say twenty eight. 28 participants? It was a lot, pool. yeah. And I, I came in, in second to last of all 28. <laughs> it was not fun. But, well, but, what? I want to say at one point I was around the bottom, the bottom tier of everybody. Yeah, on Thursday. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Still it, a lot it, of golf to be played. Right. And if anything, you were one of those people who benefited from the bad weather. You were, like, because Friday there was 50 mile an hour winds, and mm-hmm. then Saturday was cold as balls, yep. which helped you out, apparently. Yep. Um... So yeah, I let, let's you know what? Let's all right, let's talk about the one good thing that happened on Sunday in the Masters and then we're only strictly going to talk about your winning. Okay? Okay. Fair. Um the one thing I wanted to talk about was well, first of all, I wanted to talk about Tiger. Tiger was there. He Absolutely. Was fine. I mean, again, like I said, the weather on Friday was horrendous and then, you know, the cold can't set in and you could tell that hey, Tiger Woods is old. He just had a horrific car accident in January where they thought his leg was going to have to be amputated. Oh, yeah, I see that now. You know, he's hobbling. It felt it, it was cool to see him, but at the same time, it's just like, damn, this, this, this sucks. Yeah. Um, Tiger's good for golf. He's good for golf. I was excited to watch him. It was fun, and I liked – I was happy after Thursday. It was, yeah. I was happy after Thursday. Uh, especially, yeah, he finished the day one under. Yeah. Oh, and he was, was wearing that – Gorgeous fucking teal shirt. Yep. Oh, it's awesome, man. Yeah. Tiger's so fucking. Tiger Fox is so cool, man. <laughs> He's so cool. Um, and then the other thing I want to talk about, uh, you were I, I wasn't able to watch this, but you watched it. Um, 
Because you were glued to the TV. Oh, absolutely. Um, Colin Morikawa and Rory McIlroy yes. on the 18th hole, right? Yes. <laughs> Holy cow. So basically, I was even more in tune with it because basically I had Colin Morikawa. Morikawa. Morikawa? Yeah. I yeah, you can tell, you can tell how, much, how much Joe keeps up with golf and he won the fucking... <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Well, we'll get into more of that later. But basically, they were, they were paired together. Mm-hmm. And on the 18th, and Rory was basically going bunker to bunker. I mean, he was basically just, I mean, he <laughs> just was bunker hot. Hopping. He was hot, hot all day long. Like, he made a roaring comeback. You know, no pun intended. Yeah. But, roar. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And, yeah, but basically, he was going bunker to bunker. And the second bu- after the second bunker, he hits a shot that goes into, goes in for a birdie. Goes around the green. I mean, basically, he was able to get the slope perfect in everything. Goes around for the um, for a birdie all out of the bunker. The crowd goes nuts. Then moments later, Colin goes from that same bunker and makes another birdie shot. It was the crowd. I mean, to be a to be a fly on the wall or be in the crowd in that that time. I mean, I probably the energy level was like never seen before. Oh, I I, I believe match. it. Yeah, I can only imagine. Um, I, I watched. I ended up watching the replay after. It was it was insane. It was wild. Yeah. I I think Rory just ran out of at a time. Right. Yeah. That's what they say. He ran out of time. He ran out of holes. Actually. Yeah. Ran out of holes. Got to go to a whorehouse, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, let's talk about you now. All right, okay. so so this tournament or this um, what do you this office pool? It's called the Office Masters Pool. Yeah, and basically the way they break it down is they have six different tiers, and they have several golfers in each tier. I think it's like six golfers in each tier, and like you have tier one, you have your your heavy favorites, your Scotty Scheffler, your uh, John Rom, John Rom, and all of them, and then you got tier two. It's the in tier two has. Golfers like uh, Webb Simpson and, and guys that they didn't have like um, very good odds for, and then t- on down to tier three, tier four, five, and six, and then six being your your uh, lesser guys, the guys that that weren't more, weren't likely going to win or do very well. Um, what you did was you picked one guy out of each tier, and that was your roster. Now the way the scoring worked is they would take your top four guys. And score them, and whoever ended up with the lowest score at the end of the Masters won. Um, now, if one of your guys, if if so, they they scratched the last two guys, and then they took the top four. Now, if one of your top four didn't make the cut, it would be an automatic plus twenty two. Um, so you want all four of your top your, your top four guys to make the cut. Now, Joe, back to Joe. Now that you got an idea of how this works, back to Joe. Um, so I have a couple of quick questions. Okay, so you won it. Yeah, um, absolutely. You, you won some nice monies. I'd love um, to have a you know press conference. Yeah, the winner, little, the little, little press conference for you. So um, quick, real quick, how did you go about picking your players? Because I mean, like you know how to play golf, you know all the rules and everything, yeah, but you haven't really been keeping up with golf. You're not sure. You're you're not exactly you know up to date on all the players. So how did you go about picking those golf golfers? Yeah, well, I, that's a good question. I actually had a very good strategy on this. Was basically, you know, I I really took a look deeply into the names of the players, and you know, most of them that I found fascinating names and maybe names I couldn't actually pronounce. You know, I went with those. 
fuck you. <laughs> really? You well, literally just... Well, Morikawa. I mean, that, that almost sounds like more cowbell. And then uh, Zalatoris. Will Zalatoris. I mean... I mean you just I, like it because it sounds like clitoris. Yeah, well, you know what? Hey, I found it. Yeah, you... So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, and then you can't... I mean, you can't... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, good, good one, fine, yeah, whatever, but dude. Anyways, um, you, I mean, you can't, you can't uh, not like Bubba. I mean, obviously Bubba Watson, and I did know a little bit of Masters history. I knew he won it twice, so I guess that one was a give me. Um, Tommy Fleetwood, I didn't know that Fleetwood Mac had a, um, a member that was playing. So <laughs> basically, yeah, he was. I, I was definitely had to go with him. Sam Burns. Now he go. He, you know where he went to college? LSU boy. He went to college at LSU. Yep. So I had no. Of where. course, I know course. anybody who went to LSU. Every, and you got to. I mean, if you're in our position, you got to pick the LSU guys, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, now I will admit, Corey. Connors, which actually was my second, tied for my second highest uh, score, actually I completely guessed on. Corey Connors isn't bad. Yeah, I didn't know who he was, actually. Yeah, I, I didn't know anybody. Of course, of course you didn't. Of course you fucking didn't. <laughs> God damn it. Whatever, dude. All right, anyways, so um, let's, let, let's see. What's the next question? How'd you come up with your uh, your name? So we they were they allowed us to have, like, like in fantasy football, you can create your fantasy team name. They allowed us to have our own uh, team name. How did you come up with your team name? Oh, well, it was a perfect marketing strategy. I just went with JMO. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, well, hey, it ended up working. Um, what are you going to do with your winnings? Any uh, idea? Well, you know what? Since we had, since we had 28 in the pool and... We end up, I forgot how much we contributed, but winner got $600, uh-huh. so I mean, basically, I'll probably buy a, a tank of gas with that. You'll take a what? I'll buy a tank of gas. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, yeah. You'll probably buy a tank of gas and a candy bar. <laughs> and a candy bar, yeah. I mean, These fucking gas prices. Yeah, thanks to inflation. Yeah, yeah. all right, 600 cool. doesn't go very far Awesome. Anymore. Tank of gas and a Milky Way, got it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can you afford an uh, energy drink with that? Ooh, energy drinks are way. No prices. drinks, no energy, drinks, no drinks, no drinks. Nope. Okay, gotcha. Good, good for you, bud. I thought you were just gonna gamble it all away, but yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? That's a good. That's a good idea. I might. I might have to do that. No, put gas in your car, bro. <laughs> put gas in your car. Gas can wait. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, Joe. Um, yeah, at least somebody. He was glued to the TV. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was. I, hey, I will give a shout out. I honestly, I was a little skeptical of ESPN taking over the uh, the master oh the broadcast the broadcast but yeah. they actually did a great job if you, they did the they did the original they did the you know the normal broadcast that you'd normally see from you know CBS or all the any of the other uh, um, NBC NBC or you know any of the other providers the know, cock yeah the cock but um, but then they also on if you were ESPN Plus member, you actually got a little access to other cameras that were going on. So they oh, had, that's they had cool. Focus groups where you could follow around Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, and Scheffler, and like all the big names. Or they had Amen Corner, which you could watch all the players play on Amen Corner. While they, they, they yeah, they they had something similar to that. But I think ESPN did a really good job with it. Um, yeah. they've always had Amen Corner. Uh, I think they've had like you you the Tiger Watch obviously, and then you had the leaderboards and stuff like that. But yeah. ESPN, they, yeah, kudos to ESPN. They, they also did. brought they also brought uh, Sports Center to ma- the Masters as well. Yes, yes, that so. is true. That is true. They bought because normally, like w- the first couple of days of the Masters, you can't see half the day. Where, but uh, they they said Sports Center at the Masters. They uh, brought that 
there, which was nice because you could watch a little bit of the, the Masters going on, which I never understood that. You Why can't you just show the all four days of Masters? You got people like us that will watch it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, just show it all. Fuck it. I Who mean, cares? It's the, it's the fucking Masters, a tradition like no other. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i not working during that time anyways. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, nobody is. <laughs> you, we, we may have monitors that show work, but we also have a monitor that shows the Masters. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how we do it. All right. Um. So, anything else on the Masters? I think that's about it. All right, cool. Well, congratulations again, Joe. Um, let's go Woo-hoo. on to, uh, all right, so what, kind of like an outline of the rest of the show. We're going to have next coming up on this day in sports history. Um, then we'll have the an NFL not necessarily a recap. There was just a couple of things that happened um, in the NFL, around the NFL this past week, and then we'll do some talking soccer real quick, and then we'll spend the bulk of the show talking NBA. Uh, the playing games are starting up. We got some playoff matchups that we can talk about, but uh, let's go to this on this day in sports history. Joe, you want to lead us off? Yeah. Uh, can we call it the OD, uh, OT dish? The OT dish. Yeah. On this day in sports history. Ooh. The OT dish. OT dish. Yeah. I like it. All right. That'll be in the new segment. It'll be called the OT dish. All right. What what you got? Well, I kept, I continued on with the master steam. So I uh, basically, I mean, around this time is usually when the masters happen. But in 1964, I got Arnold Palmer wins is the first four-time winner of the masters. That's a good one. I yep. saw that one as well. Arnold that was Palmer. That's very good. Yeah. And then, um, and then... Everybody knows him basically from the drink. Mm-hmm. You know, his classic Arnold Palmer, Arnold Palmer alert. Yeah, Arnold Palmer alert. He <laughs> actually used that drink to stop drinking alcohol because he was a raging alcoholic. Uh, he should have leaned into it. John, John, John Daly would have leaned no, into no, it. No, no, he definitely, he did lean into it. He leaned into it too much and he fell over. Yeah, that's true. But, um, yeah, so that I like it, sticking with the master's theme. Yep. Anything else? I think that's about it. All right, cool. I got a couple of them. Um, also sticking with the Masters theme, we got Fred, in 1992, Fred Couples wins this 50, the 56 Masters, um, shooting a 275. Ben Hogan in 1953 won um, the Masters, shooting 274. And let's see. I got a little tidbit on that Fred Couples. Uh, what you got? So kind of this is in correlation a little bit with the recent Masters masters that we just had but fred couples along with ian woosman tiger woods and dustin johnson and now scotty scheffler are the five are the five people that have won the masters being number one uh being ranked number one in the world oh oh yeah dustin johnson did it i remember that dustin johnson did it in 2020 and then scotty scheffler just did it of course tiger woods did it tiger if if it's been done in golf it's already been done by tiger woods before you yeah if you've done it in golf tiger woods did it before you tiger woods did it twice yeah of course he did (laughs) of course he did (laughs) yeah exactly so if you've done something in golf tiger woods not only has done it but he's done it better than you he's done it better yeah um in 2004 barry bonds hit his 60 660th home run tying willie mays who um, happened. I, I didn't know this, but Willie Mays was uh, Barry Bonds' godfather. Ooh. Didn't know that. And uh, yeah, in 1989, Sugar Ray Robinson died. That's about all I got. Oh, and in 1877, catcher's uh, mask was first used in a baseball game. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. interesting. In 1877. So. 1877. Yeah, it took him like 20 years to 
put on the catcher's mask. They had balls back then. Yeah. They had fucking balls, and I'm not just talking baseballs. All right, let's move on to the NFL. Um, unfortunately, there was a sad passing. Dwayne Haskins, RIP. Um, tragically, well, he got he got hit by a uh, dump truck, right? Dump truck. Yeah. Right, as um, he was crossing the road. Yeah. So. Uh, that's tough. I mean, nobody. You never like to see anybody die, much less a twenty-four-year-old. You know, yeah. especially a guy with so much potential. Um, yeah, I got a couple of things I want to talk. You want You got anything you want to say on it? Yeah. No, it was tough. It was dope. very tough seeing that. I remember seeing the the notification pop up on my phone and just yeah, definitely heartbroken. Feel for uh, feel out for his family and friends at this time. You know, sending some prayers. Uh, they're definitely very tough to see, you know, somebody that young. Mm-hmm. But what I in so everybody's um, unfortunately talking about Adam Schefter, which we'll get to that. But I wanted to remember him by his college career, which I think people forgot how good he was at Ohio State, especially in 2018. I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle off some statistics real quick. Is that all right? Go for it. Yeah. So. Um, I didn't really like him very much. I was living in Ohio at the time, actually, in 2018. I will admit, I didn't really like him, but that was just a testament to how good he was. If yeah. he was, if he sucked, I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. I actually probably would like him. But this is, the, this is how good he was. In 2018, he had a 70% completion, or 70% completion percentage. He threw for 4,831 yards. 50 touchdowns. That's an Ohio State record and a Big Ten record. And you know how many people have gone through Ohio State? Oh, yeah. Um, and only eight touchdowns. Or, I'm oh, sorry, only eight interceptions. interceptions. Yeah, that was... Yeah. Yeah, so 50 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Dude was nasty. He fucking threw wherever he wanted. He yeah. redshirted in 2016 and then was the backup to TJ Barrett in 2017. He threw 499 yards and five touchdowns in the Big Ten championship game against Northwestern Jeez. in 2018. And then he went on to throw three touchdowns in the Rose Bowl against Washington, both with W's. Wow. Dwayne Haskins was absolutely nasty. Yeah. Absolutely nasty. Yeah. You now, know what? You know what's actually another fun fact whenever he was at Ohio State? I don't know if a lot of people know this, but he actually was in a spring battle with Joe Burrow and actually beat out Joe Burrow in oh, the starting position. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. And that's when Joe Burrow actually left for and made his way down to LSU. So I should be thanking him. Thank you. Yes. In heaven. You gave me the best season of my life. So I got. I guess I, I owe Dwayne Haskins the greatest season I've ever seen LSU or any college play. So yeah. Yeah. thank you, Absolutely. Dwayne. Um now, I guess we should uh, we should at least talk a little bit about the the, the ultimate read the room tweet by yeah. Adam Schefter. I mean, Sheesh. like, come on, dude. Yeah, what the fu- what the fuck was that? That's a Joe Biden. Come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> like what the fuck, dude? Like ultimate read the room situation here, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just it, with a situation like that, it, it was just unnecessary. I mean, I. It was if you didn't see the tweet, I know you're probably pulling it up right now. I, yeah, I screenshotted it. Yeah, it's just 
it's just one of those things. It just was. It was unnecessary. Let's. I think. I think you had a very good take on. Uh, basically, you know, if it was a equivalent of a obituary. Yeah, yeah. So like the what he said originally was Dwayne Haskins, a standout at Ohio State before struggling to catch on with Washington and Pittsburgh in the NFL. Died this morning when he got hit by a car. Like that, you don't need to share that information. Like you don't go to the obituary and look up and see. Oh, Glenda Goodwin. She died at 87 or whatever. She was a loving wife, uh, a great mother. Um, she may have beat her kid one or two times, and I think she cheated on her husband twice. Yeah. But she tragically died this morning from cancer. Um, she was 87 years old. Blah blah blah. Like yeah, you don't you don't say that. You don't yeah. say that shit. Like what the fuck? It's <laughs> it's it's insane. Um, as I, as I get I it, you're, you're, one more thing, I'm sorry, I get it, as a journalist, you're supposed to be, like, you're not supposed to be emotional about the news, but, come on, dude. Yeah, no, I mean, I, and as I recall, you're not struggling if you make it into the NFL. You're, you're the utmost professional at your, at your craft. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, like, uh, like, if you're in the NFL. even though you have up and downs in the NFL, you're still in the fucking NFL, that means you're in the top... Point zero 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 one percent of people in the world, and that that's probably even smaller fraction. Yeah, like these guys are so fucking freakishly athletic, and so it was, and Dwayne Haskins was was embodied all of that. He was he was so nasty. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was my. I just wanted to go on a little rant on uh, Adam because I mean I love Adam Schefter. Like he he's he's great at what he does. He's the ultimate. Um. He just signed with ESPN. I think we talked about that already. Yeah. Like, oh, last week, but yeah. Um, you know, I guess everybody messes up, but anyways, you got anything else on, uh, on Dwayne? Nah, I, you just kind of expected a little bit more out of that, but yeah, definitely, oh, well. definitely, uh, sorry for the loss on this one. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so let's get to what? Some talking soccer? Yeah. A little fun fact though. Uh, Saints just signed, uh, Taco Carlton or Charlton. Oh, that's awesome. We got somebody named Taco. Yeah. Taco. Fuck yeah. Every time we play on Sunday, I'm eating tacos. Not sure. Not sure what the uh, the contract was. The signing bonus was a lifetime supply of Taco Bell. Nice. I mean, not nice. Well, it depends on how you look at it. If he's drunk, that's awesome. Well, he's defense alignment. He needs to eat. Oh yeah, he's got to eat. He's, he's got to eat. eat. Oh, a defense alignment named Taco. Yeah, Bruh, yeah. dude, that's even better than Taco Fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. All right, well, let's get let's get to talking soccer. Um, not very much happened, and I'm very confused as to everything that did happen because like. About six days ago, Real Madrid, um, the Real Madrid, the Real Madrid. I've, I've been meaning to ask that, uh, ask that. You know, they they call themselves the Real Madrid, but I I do not see a blue check mark. I mean, and being the millennial that I am, are for you any, serious? Yeah, for any online you know services, like they always have a blue check mark if he's authentic and. They're not the real. They're, they're not. They're fake ass Madrid. They're fake ass. They're fake Madrid. God, yeah, we gotta call Spain and I'm tell call, them. I'm calling them out right yeah. now. Yeah. Hey, fuck them, dude. They're the fa- they're fake as fuck. Yeah. Um. So fake Madrid. Fake Madrid. Fake Madrid beat Chelsea about in on April sixth. Yeah, that bitch. That fucking cunt. Three to one, and then Valerial, I guess the Game of Thrones thing. Um. They beat FC Bayern, uh, Munchen. Carpet munchin. Oh, carpet munchin. FC Bayern carpet munchin, one to zero. But I'll, then I'll munch some carpet sometimes. Yeah, me too. Dude. I, I don't mind it every now and then. Yeah. Um. So what? I just need I need help. Uh, explaining. Somebody needs to explain this to me. They played six days ago, and then they played today. 
And I actually got to watch a little bit of the um, the fake Madrid versus um, European Karen. Yeah, European and, Karen. Yeah. Now the 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 your the Chelsea uniform the Chelsea unis were fire. They were fucking amazing. But it yeah, didn't. It, it made me lost a little bit. They were they were not they were not the colors. The no team colors. So oh yeah, they, they just choose whatever they want. Yeah, Europe does does whatever the fuck they want. Okay. They yeah they they're like they're like the NBA when it comes to uniforms. Um, but anyway, so like they they um so Chelsea scores the first three goals, mm-hmm. and then like. Real Madrid comes back in in like in like the seventy third minute or in the eightieth minute, just drills two goals back to back. It was insane. Yeah. And then the game ended. I'm like, oh, Chelsea fucking won. Those Karen fucking bitches. Yeah. They won. No, no, it went into extra time because um, apparently there is something called an aggregate aggregate. Aggregate. That's aggregate. A, that's it's a about, big word. It sounds like Spygate almost. Like I think they just have a bunch of gates. Okay. In the field. But anyways, Way too many gates. so so then they went into extra time. Nobody scored, and then it was Chelsea had three goals, and Real Madrid had two goals, but somehow Real Madrid won. Yeah, I, I noticed that because I was actually getting very confused as well. But yeah, so uh, you can lose. But win. So you the object of the of soccer is to score the least amount of goals. Yeah. Oh, that's no, that's no, confusing no, as no, fuck. No, no, no. Basically, that I I believe I feel like there's a you know there's a gate going on right now. That so the aggregate is an aggregate. Inv- it's ah. a it's an investigation. You know, spy gates, water gates, deflate gate, deflate gates, aggregates. That's ah. it's, there's an investigation on it, seeing who actually is the winner on this. Okay, well we'll 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 tune we'll tune back in and uh and we'll figure that out for y'all. We'll uh we'll we'll figure it out. Um, yeah, yeah, the, we gotta oh, we gotta figure that. Oh, man, I'm so confused. Yeah. But anyway, so there you go. Did you, you did you know that they can do bicycle field goal kicks in the? Uh, I did not know that. Yeah, no, I, I when they were doing those field goal kicks, you know, they basically. I noticed that they actually could do little tricks with it. That would be kind of cool if the Wait, NFL they, adopted that. They have field goals? Yeah, whenever they kick it towards the goal. Oh! Oh, oh, no, 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 no. That's not, that's, I don't think that's... That's not a field goal? I don't think that... Oh, so you're like, oh, you're saying the shots on... Oh, those are shots on goal, bud. Well, no, it's the upside down field goal, uh, field goal post. Oh, I see. Net, they have the net behind it. So just it's to a keep bit, it. It's a little bit different because usually when you draw the net up in the uh, NFL, this time they just leave it. I think they I guess leave. they're a little bit lazier. Okay. In the, so, oh, so they the upside down field goal post, and you gotta go. You gotta hit. You gotta hit or kick the field goal through that. Oh, and so the bicycle kick is the upright field goal. Well, it's because a, you know, he's upside down. Yeah. Oh. Okay, is that how does that how it works? Well, I they mean, have like I don't know. I'm just they have really this. low field goal percentage. Like maybe yeah. if they they up their field goal percentage, they probably would win a little more. They really need to take more shots in the paint. Yeah, they 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 need to like like actually shoot the ball into the net. Yeah, you know, like it, uh, like 15 percent field goal or the the 15 percent field goal shooting in the NBA would you would be toast. You would get you would get fired. I mean, the truth of the matter is, not everybody can be Steph Curry. So, like, just bring it in closer. Don't take those long ass shots. Yeah, don't do that. All right. Well, you got anything else on soccer? Uh, I think that's about it. All right. Cool. Let's get to the NBA. This is the juicy part. Um, let's see. The playoffs are well. The playing games are set. 
Um, so we messed up last time. I I knew this, but I, I don't know why I've, I've blanked on it. We said 7 plays 10, 9 plays 8. No, 7 and 8 play. The winner of that game goes into the playoffs as the, um, as the seventh seed. And then the loser of that game plays the winner of 9 versus 10. And then the winner of that game is the eighth, eighth seed. Yeah, can I say I was drunk last week? Uh-uh. No. No, because we, we're all sober. Ah, oh, shit. We did La- actually, we did yeah. An- announcement. This is our last... Um, Last episode for being with being, us sober, yeah. Since being sober, being sober, yeah. So we'll be drinking by next next uh, next episode, so it should be good. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna get plastered, but yeah, we should. It'll it'll be interesting. Um, the let's see. I before we get into the playing games, I want to talk about um, the Lakers. They missed they missed the playing game. <laughs> they missed the fucking playing game. Is Melo, LeBron, AD, Russ, Dwight, that, is that the biggest failure in NBA history? <laughs> I mean, it has to be. That's got to be. It's terrible. Like, they, they had all that star power and couldn't make the playing game. Yeah. I mean, because the thing is, it's it's not like it used to be where it was like, you know, half the teams make it in. Like, it's almost two-thirds of the teams actually make it in now with the playing game. It is two-thirds of the team. Yeah. Like, it is exactly two-thirds of the team. Like it's insane. Um, also, I wanted to show you can't blame this shit on injuries either because the Clippers made the playing games. They actually made the eighth seed, and Kawhi Leonard was out seventy nine games. Seventy nine games. Paul George was out fifty games, more than half the season. Norman Powell twenty two games. Marcus Morris twenty seven games, and Nicholas Batum was out twenty two games. So they cannot blame this on injuries. I don't care if AD was out. Fuck that. No. Yeah. You suck. They can't even blame that on actually living in L.A., you know, the distracted lifestyle. Because the Clippers live in L.A. The Clippers live in L.A. Yeah. Exactly. So, they, they have no excuse. LeBron has zero excuse. Also, I don't even think LeBron was the best player on the Lakers this year. If you want to look. Really? Here, yeah, I got some stats. Russell Westbrook was second in points with 1,441. He was first in assists, first in rebounds, first in steals, first in defensive rebounds, first in free throws made, first in double-doubles, and first in triple-doubles. He was only second in points, like I said, and second in offensive rebounds. He's the best Laker. Yeah, it wasn't his fault. Wasn't his fault. I guess that kind of narrows it down, right? Yeah. Kind of narrows it down. Because AD was out. Russ was the best. What is it? LeBron? LeBron? Yep. All right, cool. LeBron's fault. Yeah. All right. Well, Frank Vogel got fired, so that's who LeBron's blaming it on. But yep he he takes the he takes the fall. So R.I.P. Yeah, of course, because they're not gonna fucking. Who do you think they're gonna hire? I think I saw like Nick Nurse from Toronto. Was... Yeah, I think that's what I think that's actually not a bad not a bad pick. Um, but I think that was more of their general managers. Um, I'm trying to think of his name. I can't even think of it. Polinka? Yeah. Rob, Rob Polinka. Yeah. I think that was his, kind of his search. But LeBron, who, you know, is the real GM of any team that he's on. Oh, no, 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 no. J- did you hear what LeBron said? He uh, he quoted um, LeBron on LA roster changes. Quote, not my decision. Yeah, but then he goes and advise, or advises that Mark Jackson would be a great fit for the head coaching job. Mm-hmm. But it's not his decision. It's not his decision. Right? It's not his decision. Oh, okay. Quotation marks. Quotation marks. Yes. Yes. Um, I think, I, I honestly think David Fisdale would be a good, he's already on the Lakers program. He'd be a good fit. But um, 
I don't know. Somebody was saying Quinn Snyder from the Jazz. I like Quinn Snyder. Uh, and I don't think he can handle the egos. I don't. He, I, it's usually he's a my way or highway type of coach, like uh, like Popovich, who yep. he was under for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really you have to you have to have somebody, especially with LeBron. You have to have somebody that can. But uh, you got to have a, the egos. You, you got to have a beta. That's essentially what it is. You got to have a beta, and I don't think I, I agree with you. I think Quinn Snyder's more of an alpha. Uh, they were talking about Juwan Howard. That would never fucking work. Nope. Not even not even in the slightest bit. Juwan Howard needs to never go to pros. If he goes to the NBA, I think he 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 will crash and burn. I I really do. You, you don't think he would, he would slap his way out of it? <laughs> I, I I don't know, dude. I really don't think. I think he needs to stick and stay with what he's got in Michigan. He's got a great situation going, and I mean, hell, they made it to what the Sweet Sixteen, like, yeah. and they they. I think they could have made it to the Elite Eight. Can we talk for a second about slapping? Is slapping in? Is that is that a trend now for 2020, uh, 22? 2022? Slapping is in? Yeah. Is I that, like it. Yeah. Slapping is in. Because who? Juan Howard slapped. Or he cut Yeah, he put... He, we'll call it a slap. Yeah. Um, Who else slapped? Will Smith. Will Smith. Oh, he smacked... I forgot about that. He, he smacked, smacked the shit out of him. <laughs> Chris <laughs> Rock. Yeah, he did. Um, I'm thinking we got to find one more slap. In order for it to officially be slap slap season, uh, slap season, okay, slap yeah. season, yeah, oh, it is trouble. slap season, slap season. That right, actually, that what? does slap. Yeah, it, <laughs> God, I love I love millennials and Gen Z. Um, so yeah, all right, we'll we'll try and make it slap we'll get, season. It's slap season. You remember how you remember when nut tapping was a big thing? Yeah. All right, this is gonna be slap season. Slap season. I love it. Okay. Um, don't go out and slap random people because you will get uh, you you will probably get get uh charged with charged yeah with assault assault yeah so just among friends actually never mind go slap random people that'd be funny <laughs> go slap random people all right um let's see let's let's do you have anything else on the lakers or anything before we get to the playing games i mean i would i wouldn't mind laughing at him a little bit more but you know we can move on okay you go laugh all you want bud <laughs> all right that's it <laughs> Fuck yeah, fuck you, LeBron. Yeah, we're, that, felt, that felt like a Joker moment right there, like you just like, <laughs> like a a, a prompted uh, laugh. That you, like had to, you you had to force a laugh I, out. I kind of had to force a laugh out, you know, and you know that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Um, I I, I th- we're we're LeBron haters. We're LeBron haters. We 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 admit it. Yeah. So um, all right, let's get to the playing games. We'll start with let's start with the. Uh, Start with the Tuesday games, the ones that's actually happening right now. Um, So the Cavaliers versus at the Nets. The Nets minus nine and a half. We actually watched the first half of this game, so we know. I but I made these picks. We made these picks before we started watching the game tonight. We made the picks earlier today. Um, It's the Nets minus nine and a half. The over under is two hundred twenty six point five. I Jared Allen's out, so I said the Nets would win, but the Cavs cover and bet the over. What did you What did you think about this game? I, I honestly I was going just money line on it, um, and as as far as what I was thinking, Cleveland seemed to be going in, in the kind of in the downward tra- uh, trajectory, even though they had a very surprising year this year. They're feisty, man. They are feisty. They are very very feisty, but. Honestly, Brooklyn was getting all the right pieces at the right time. Kyrie was actually eligible. You know, they actually finally got rid of the mandate, uh, the vaccine mandate rule. Yeah, in New York. yeah. They New York 
com- uh, conveniently got rid of the vaccine mandate two weeks before the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well done, Brooklyn. <laughs> well done, New York. Nice. Yeah. New York's finest. New York's finest. But, yeah, and then Kevin Durant was getting healthy again. Too much too much star power. Oh, you know, dude, and, and, yeah, so what, you, what were your picks? Basically, I had uh, I had Brooklyn winning on that one. Gotcha. Um, what do you think of the over-under? I mean, like, I, I picked over 226. Obviously, you've seen the first half of the game. Kyrie can't miss. Kyrie yeah, Irving can't miss. I would have picked the I would have picked the over on that one as well because yeah. Brooklyn ha- has been all offense and no defense all year long. Right. So like Cleveland was going to have to play catch up with that. You know, given that, given that they have the star power like Kyrie and Kevin Durant to back it up. Right. Night in, night out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you knew the points were going to be scored. I I completely agree. Um, and it's just it's impossible to bet like against Durant and the the and Kyrie in the Nets, especially when they're playing. At home against the Cavs. Like, yep. it's just like you look at that on paper and, like, besides LeBron going back there, like, you just, you're, you're going to pick the Nets nine times out of ten. Yep. Um, the next game the, tonight is going to be the Clippers at the Timberwolves. Minnesota minus two and a half. The over under is 230 and a half. Kawhi Leonard is out. Paul George is playing. Mm-hmm. Nobody's out for the T Wolves. Um, I have the Wolves win and cover. Win and cover. I unfortunately, I mean, the Timberwolves are a young, young team. I bet the under, but I don't know. They're 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 looking pretty solid, man. I think they're like maybe one puzzle piece away from a championship. No, I have to agree. I mean, I think this would be a different story if Kawhi was playing in, and the Clippers have actually done very, very well. You got to give it up for Tyron Lue. You know, Ty Lue. Yeah, he basically keeping this team uh, together and. Making and playing without their star players and did a very good job, very good record. There were two games over five hundred. Yep. Yeah. Two games over five hundred, forty-two and forty. Yep. You got to give them props, but I, I don't know. I think I think Timberwolves are one of those teams that are just clicking at the right time. I Honestly, agree. We're making a move right at the end of the season. Uh, yeah, I had to go with the Timberwolves on this one as well. All right. Well, I agree. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Let's do tomorrow's games. Uh, we have at 6, 6 p.m. Central, uh, Hornets at the Hawks. Hornets have a young team as well. Hawks are minus 4.5. The over-under is 236.5. Gordon Hayward is out for the Hornets, and John Collins is out for the Hawks. Um, I, like, I, I love both of these teams, honestly. Do you? I, think, I, think, I think the Hornets are frisky. I think they're frisky, and if they you get them aroused, they can do some do some really really great things but i just i can't bet against trey young and the hawks on this one you think uh hornets are kind of an like a uh emotion riding team basically you know when it when it's rolling everybody's clicking what if it's not they're it's fun just, they're fun they yeah they're fun whenever everything's clicking right but then at times they, they're just inconsistent and they, you'll see those bad times where it's just like you know it almost looks like they're dysfunctional well they're, i mean they're they're a young team so yeah i agree yeah it, it does look like that um, so yeah, I'm gonna pick Hawks to win and cover, uh, and I'm gonna pick the over on this one because I think there's just gonna be a shit ton of points scored. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I'm. I don't know. I might have to be a little bit skittish on the uh, the over with it being 236. That's pretty high over. It, it is very high. Yeah, but um, but I I I could go with the, the Hawks to cover as well. I just their experience. This is an experienced team in the playoffs. They, last year they made a very deep run, so you got to take that experience. And I don't think they're going to yep. make as deep of a run this time. But 
I think it's going to pay dividends in this matchup. Well, just because, I mean, like, the East has some, like, really, really hot teams right now, and I think they're going to run into one of those hot teams, unfortunately. Um, Let's see. We got the Spurs at the Pelicans. Okay, I know I'm going to sound biased on this one, but it's the Pelicans minus 5.5. The over-under is 227.5. Even though Zion's going to obviously be out, I got the Pels to win and cover. I think we have the we have the talent in order to beat the the shit out of the Spurs, and we have the talent to beat a lot of the team of quite a few of the teams in the West. I truly believe that. I just think that like we're just a little inexperienced, and I think we're missing that one piece, that Zion Williamson piece. And then once we get him in, man, I think again, I I might be biased because I'm a Pelicans fan, but. I really do think we're one piece away from from making a deep, deep run in the playoffs. This so. team is a completely different team with CJ McCollum. Yes. Oh my gosh, that was one of the be- the greatest, one of the best trades New Orleans, mm. the Pelicans have ever done. Yeah. Like it was unreal. We, you could see a light switch just flipped on whenever he got on the on the team. Yeah. And and I mean you gotta you gotta take into perspective that Willie Green is a first time head coach, I believe. Or let's put it this way. I believe he's first time head coach. First time head coach. And made some mistakes early on in the season that he kind of wishes he would have taken back. Uh, but but now, learned from his mistakes, able to be, get that land that big trade with CJ McCollum, who pairs so well with Brandon Ingram. Oh, it's so good. I mean, those, those two just really, they're fun to watch. They mesh very, very well. So. Yeah, I, I I'd have to agree. I'd definitely go. I'd definitely go with the Pelicans on this one. I'd be a little bit skittish on the um, on taking the spread. I think they're going to win, but I think San Antonio might. They they're a tough team. They're, they're a tough team to play. They play good disciplined ball. You can't ever uh, discount one of Popovich's teams, though. Yeah. that's 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 the thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what you got? I, I've got I've got the Pelicans uh, to win um, straight up. Ah. I mean, I could, I could possibly go with San Antonio uh, or San Antonio to cover the spread, given that it is going to be at, at San Antonio. Um, no, it, it's it's at the. I think it's at the Pelicans, right? I thought the Pelicans got the ten seed. Um, no, it, it's it's at the it's at the Pels. Oh, it's at in, the Pels. It's in, it's in New Orleans. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. It, it's still. I, I I'm up in the air on that one. Still. Well, you got to make a decision. Well, okay. Let me go with the Pels. You know what? I'm gonna go Pels spread. I'm be a homie. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what I, I did too. Um. So you 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 were already picking them straight up, but now you just got the money or uh, spread with the spread. As okay. Well. Uh. So I think we both got the same. We p- both picked the same. White, right? right? Or I'm sorry. We both picked the same people to win or same teams to win. So that would mean that Friday for the doubleheader it would be Pelicans versus the Clippers. What you got there? You thought it was the Pelicans versus the Hornets? No, the Hornets. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, I had to, I had to. That was my, a, that was a switch. My notes up a little bit. Anyways, um, well, just what you, what the, do you have on, on the fly? I got the Pelicans winning. I'm, uh, I'm again. This is completely biased, and I know this, but yeah, I got the Pelicans winning. I, I, I just like I said, I think we can beat most of the teams in the West if we're playing on our game, and I think we're gonna start switch it up and play on our game. That's a, it's gonna be a tough one. Um, you can pick the Clippers. It's fine. That's it's tough to it's tough to ask, but I do like that star power whenever it comes to the the Pels. It, it it's so nice when it when it all like comes together and it, and they're just playing like a, a well oiled unit. Yeah, because even even whenever 
even when they, you know, even though they only have like two superstars, the other teams are pretty, or the other players are actually pretty, pretty serviceable, especially Jonas, uh, Valanciunas, Valanciunas, and um, Graham comes off the bench pretty nicely as well. Um, I love the, uh, gosh, I can't, I can't think of his name, but um, it's all right. He's the one that he hides in the corner and gets all the steals. Oh, I can't think of his name either. Yeah, he, he got himself. He was fun to watch, but um, but yeah, yeah. So they they've got a good team. I, I'd have, I'd have to agree. I'd have to agree with the uh, the Pels on that one. Yeah, we're we're definitely not biased on that one. Um, no, not at all. So we got the Cavaliers versus the Hawks. That would mean. Yep, the Cavaliers, Cavaliers versus the Hawks. Hawks. I think the Hawks beat win that game. I really do. I especially even at, especially I know well, it's, you you had you had the Hornets winning, huh? Or did no, you? I, I had the Hornets losing. Well, then, yeah, yeah, yep, never mind. You're right, you're right. Hawks. Yeah, Hawks versus Cavs. I, here's the thing. It's been, I know it's a little cheating, but after seeing the first half of the, the Cavs play, I, I, I really think the, the Hawks are going to win. Like, I, I, I was not impressed by the Cavs play. I know Jared Allen's out and they're playing the fucking Brooklyn Nets, but I was not impressed. I, I think the Hawks win. I think the Hawks make the playoffs. Yeah, you got to take that experience into account. I do love that that guy from Cavs, Darius Garland. Yeah, oh, uh, he's so good. Such a good playmaker. I think I think he could be an emergent superstar in the future. Uh, I just He's not quite at that level yet, mm-hmm. and I think this experience is going to go a long way for him. But, yeah, I would have to agree with you. Get, you got to go with the Hawks. All right. Let's go real quick through the uh, already um, established matchups. So in the East, the 76ers versus the Raptors. What do you think is going to be? Uh, how many games and who do you think is going to be the winner? 76ers and the Raptors. Raptors are scrappy. I just don't think they have a big man to really defend uh, Joel Embiid. And Pascal I- Siakam? I mean, he's but, good. I, I just I agree with you. I don't think he can. He he has the talent enough to adequately defend Joel Embiid. Which side note, Joel Embiid is the first center um, since two thousand Shaq in two thousand to win the scoring title. Yeah. No. Yep. Yep. That is that is true. Um, had quite a season. Do you think he's going to win the MVP? I I don't know. I don't know. Giannis is going to win it. Uh, Giannis probably will. Not um, because I have a future on Giannis winning the MVP, but. Oh, I, no, it absolutely has nothing to do with you having a future on Giannis It's just being my opinion, not, yeah. not bias. Just your opinion, not... Okay, all not right. Not biased at all. I'm glad we established that. Yeah. Okay, all right, dope. So what do you think? I got the 76ers and six. I'm giving the Raptors some some credit. I think they're I would I wouldn't have given them that much credit. I would have said at least at least five. Five? Okay. Um, You mean at most, at most right, five? At most five. All right, cool. Well, I, I just... I don't know. I, I think Fred Van Fleet can go off a little bit. I just think I, I'm mostly basing that on the, the James Harden thing, where James Harden is not looking – he doesn't have the pep in his step like he used to, you know? Well, that's because of his off-season workouts. Which we know very much a lot about. Yeah. Because Kevin Durant fucking hates it. Yeah, which, I mean, Kevin, Kevin Durant should have known. Should have known already. As much as he's on Twitter and, you know, social media verse, you know. Yeah, he should have. He should have known sure. that. All right. This is this should be an easy one. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks versus the Bulls. Oh, definitely Milwaukee for sure. Yeah, I got Milwaukee in four. I mean, yeah. Uh, That's Yeah, I got yeah. the clean sweep. Bucks in four. All right. Um, let's move over to the West. This is where it gets a little dicey. Dallas Mavericks versus Utah Jazz. 
Um, I picked the Mavericks in six. Now I, and I think that the Mavericks are gonna win. I just I I have respect for the Utah Jazz. Yeah, no, they've got they've got experience. They've got um, in the playoffs. They've got a good team, good roster. I honestly, I I might have to bump this to Game Seven, and probably I would have to go. I have to go with uh, Dallas. Lucas just, just if Lucas stays healthy, I think he, for every single game they win in six. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You say I'm seven? St- I'm still seven. Okay. All right. That's that's cool. Um, the Golden State Warriors versus the Denver Nuggets. Jamal Murray is out. He's going to miss the rest of the playoffs. He tore an ACL, unfortunately. Yeah, he's been out for a while. And Curry is most likely going to be in for game one. He's he's questionable, but they're looking like he's going to suit up for game one. I'm going to go. <clears throat> I'm actually going uh, Denver on this one. Ooh. Yeah. I it just you know Juicy. I know, I know. Basically Clay Clay's been sporadic since he's been back. Draymond Green has honestly sucked, and that's his his own words. Not not even mine. But and then Steph Curry is gonna be just coming back. I don't know. I don't like it. I give me give me the Joker. Alright. Joker and how many? I I'm gonna I'm gonna give it about six games. Okay, I have the Warriors in six. I think um, Clay Thompson had kind of a coming out game against the Pelicans. He scored 41 points, and I think that's gonna jumpstart a just insane scoring tear by him. So I got I mean I do have respect for the the Nuggets. I got Warriors in six, but and I was actually considering putting it in at seven. But I think I think Warriors are hitting their stride at the right time. Um, so yeah. Um, you got anything else on the NBA? No, I'm excited to see what the the playoffs or the play-in games give us to, to start off with, and then I'm excited to see what the playoffs. I mean, it's a whole nother level of basketball. Dude, play point. play most any 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 type of playoffs in any sport is awesome. It's playoff basketball is awesome. Hell, we'll even I love playoff hockey too. We'll we'll talk about that a little bit, but uh, yeah, dude, playoff playoffs full and playoffs in full, play in full swing. just play on. Yeah, that's um. All right, next next episode we'll have uh, we'll we'll spend a little more time in the NFL where, since we got the draft coming up. We are going to uh, talk. We're going to have our draft analysis. We're going to spend a little more time on that. We'll uh, we'll talk a little baseball, and we'll probably obviously spend a little more little time on uh, NBA playoffs. Uh, but yeah, that'll be that'll be coming up next week. And to conclude, I got a little little uh, motivational quote. It is. If you want to be in the top 10%, you have to do what the other 90% are not doing. Love y'all.